0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Line. Five one double five one is our text number. Just just file under. I did not know this. If you're one of the uh, clients of Centric Health, and Centric Health are one of the biggest GP practices in Ireland by number. There's eighty two of them all around the country. But uh, we'll be talking later on about a woman uh, a client of Centric Health with the GP, and uh, went to the doctor and said, you're no longer on our list. You're going to have to find a new doctor. And the reason is that she hadn't been sick. And she hadn't been sick in five years. And Centric Health have told us it is our policy that the file undergoes a transition to inactive status after five years if there's not been any activity on the file. Uh, We presume that the uh, person, the client have secured the services of a new general practitioner or sought medical attention elsewhere. But they don't say, we don't. We presume the client hasn't been sick in the five years and that's the reason. But anyway, we'll be talking about that later on. Where is Suzanne? I don't, see, Suzanne, Dublin Airport are telling us that in, in the last few weeks they've introduced this new super-duper happy doggy uh, screening system. So dogs can now be checked into the hold through Dublin Airport. And what's happened in your case? Well, you see, in my case is I want to bring my dog to Spain. Okay. And I've been told that the only airlines that facilitate dogs um, to go to Spain is Iberia Airlines. Yeah. So I said, OK, Grant, I got in contact with Iberia Airlines and there, there are flights. I have, I went, I, 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 I went ahead and got a passport for the dog, Daisy. Okay. And then it transpires that um, you can book online. However, that all the flights to Spain have to go to uh, Madrid. And then from Madrid, it goes to Barcelona or Malaga. So my predicament, that's why I contacted the show, oh. is has anybody got um, information? I want to go on one flight because she's a rescue dog. We've been through Helen back last year and this was our treat, the two of us, the true, two troopers, um, you know, just as a treat to go mm-hmm. to Spain, somewhere near, somewhere easy, so that it's just one flight. But it transpires that I have to fly into Madrid and then get off the flight. Then there's, you know, I'm back on another flight to go to Managa or Barcelona. And I just think that's very traumatic for a dog, you know, first time being on a flight. Um, so I'm just, as I said, making an inquiry. Well, have you well, well, have you asked Erlingus and Ryanair? They fly to Malaga yes, on a regular basis. Yes, they do. They do, but they don't. They don't facilitate dogs. They, because she's not a, a you know a, a special dog. dog. She's just a service dog. Thank you. So this is where she's a small little Yorkshire Terrier come to our mix. So she's small enough to get into a carrier going under the seat. Mm. But this is where, as far as she can't be facilitated. Well, you can be if if she you're can, she, if you're prepared to fly to Madrid. What? Yeah, and then get on another flight to go to Malaga. Or a train, or a train to Malaga. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, my inquiry is, surely there's, there's the, 
as I said, that's why I contacted the show. Is there any means of just going directly, you know, to to Malaga or to going mm-hmm. to Barcelona so that it, it's it's not eating into my holiday oh. annual leave, but also the fact okay. is that okay. I don't know as far as whether the trains take dogs or not, you know. Okay, oh wait, one eight seven one five eight one five. Um, now, um, just just w- w- before we go back to the problem or the challenge um, of getting a dog to Malaga, um, and I don't think many For people holidays. are going to lose sleep over it in that sense. I know you are, and, and you'll explain to me in a minute well, why. But on, on public transport here, your Chihuahua is very small, isn't it, Suzanne? Yes. Okay. Can, you bring, time- can you bring your Chihuahua on Dublin bus? No. Officially not. It's at, the, it's at the discretion of the driver. And this is where I have to use, the, you know, the, a big coat, cover up, get on to the bus. And then I'm just waiting for, you know, you have to get off the bus. You see, prior to this, I had two dogs. So I was mm-hmm. standing at the bus stop and there was buses that actually would not open the door because I had two dogs, two wow. dogs. And the, the the time when I was able to get on to the bus, the the bus refused to drive on until I got off because I've got two dogs. And it's kind of like, oh, hold on oh. a second now. They're small little. And have you, know, you and ha, since your first dog died, what, what breed was that dog? That was a Shih Tzu. Oh, sure, they're, and, and they're, see, sure, they're, yeah, they're small. Yeah, they're small as well. But, but Joe, you see, this is where the background to this is, you know, like last March I was at work and then all of a sudden I just got a, a brain clot. So I mm-hmm. was literally in hospital for the last, you know, in ICU. And then this is where six weeks in, in the, the hospital. And then at home I can't arrive. So my means of transport was the Lewis, which was, or not the Lewis, the um the dart. Okay. So I had to walk, you know, about 20 minutes, you know, 20 to 25 minutes to get onto the, the, the mm. dart, which was great, but it just limits the, the you know, the transport, the, the areas that I can go to. So this is where Dublin bus, there was no way of, of standing at a bus stop at the discretion of the driver because I, a lot of them, but you could know, you not, not only did could you stop. not? Yeah, but could you not cover your chihuahua now, not hide your chihuahua? Oh, I, I, ch- I covered the chihuahua. I'm talking about as far as now it's different because I've just got the one dog. But when I had the two dogs, that's okay. where I had the issue. Now, I still have the issue, the ongoing issue, because it is the discretion of the driver. Okay. So when I cover up, they know me on a regular basis because I take the, a, a particular bus route to work. And this is where, as far as, as I go shopping, and this is where they know me. And, you know, have you got, are you going to clean up after the dog? Oh, that's, you know, you have to have so, your license. Yeah, but most dogs. And it's very abusive. It's very upsetting because, as I said, you know, I'm just coming out. I'm trying to get get out of the house. Mm. And, you know, every time I just hold my breath to see, you know, are the drivers, are they amenable, you know, for allowing me to get out of my house and to, to you know, to start living mm. a life, you know, because I can't drive. And Suzanne, and have, you, just, I, 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 have you ever been on a bus where another passenger objected to, to your travel? I, I did. I had, I was sitting down and this it happened to be a female she sat beside me and then she looked and saw the dog and she got up and left so but the time when I got on the bus with the two dogs and the driver was hollering abuse saying get off the bus get off the bus 
everybody was looking, but nobody came to support and say, oh, for God's sake, there's no, they're, they're causing no problems. And it's only, you know, a, it's only a little cute. The Chihuahuas are toy dogs, aren't they? They're known as toy dogs. Yeah, they are. They are. But the other dog was a Shih Tzu. And so they that's were, why it's oh, slightly. Yeah, okay. But they were quiet. You know, I mean, this is where, you know, give and take. I mean, under the circumstances, I wasn't going to tell the bus, listen, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, confined to, a, you know, an area like the COVID. And this is where, as far as, I just think there's a little bit of discretion. You know, the driver, sorry, can I have a word with you? Rather mm. than hollering abuse and saying, I hope you're going to clean up with that dog. And have you got your dog under that coat? And it's kind of like, yeah, well, where's the certificate? And it's kind of like, well, in actual fact, it's not regulated. So this is where, as far as you know I could, I could mm-hmm. send them I have the passport I could show them the passport but it's just do I every time I have to get on to Dublin bus do I have to you know hold my breath because I'm going to get abuse and it's very embarrassing because as I said it's not fair I'm not going to disclose the reason why I'm taking the bus do I want to take a bus not particularly but this is where this is the only mode of transport that I can take and on the, so, Lew- on the Lewis think- Suzanne the Lewis is, is, you see, because then I have to walk for miles. So the only okay, amenities that, that I have... Okay, would you explain that, Eric? What about the dart? Yeah. Even though there's only one dart line, but the what about the dart? The dart is fine. The dart is fine. It's just, again, I have to walk that distance. Well, has anyone ever objected is, to the to your chihuahua on the dart or on the Lewis? No, I, no, on the on the dart. To be fair, a lot of people come over and say, "Wow, you know, it's great." Yeah, they love people. Love I should dogs. bring my dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it's just as I said, when I had the two dogs, that was the issue because one of them, you know, and as I said, there was quiet. I mean, anybody has a Shih Tzu. They're very, you know, mm. he was gorgeous, you know. And as I said, he's since he's passed away. But you know, like it, this was our outing. This was our to go to the beach. This was where to kind of, you know, to go out and get mm. a bit of fresh. Share. And that's where it was. It was so, you know, very tense. And and you know, uh, you know, this is where it was. It was just, you know, very difficult. You know, with two dogs, okay. and it just transpires now. I have a little kind of hammock thing, and now I can go, but I still have to hold my breath. I still have to hide the dog to get on the bus because. You know, like at this stage, I'm so determined I'm staying on the bus, whether you like it or not. You know, okay. this is where I call the cops, you know, because as I said, this is this is my mode of transport. This is, you know, my freedom. And this is where, yeah. you know, we've all experienced COVID and this is this is my COVID. I, I need to get out of the house, you know. And is there, so a, again, an awkward question, but given that the drivers are saying to you, don't, and you're, that dog is not getting on my bus because you might foul my bus. Yeah, yeah. But the dogs don't it's foul buses, hammock. do they? No, they don't. I mean, this is where, not every child. But I mean, this is where not every child that gets on to the bus is going to be screaming either. You know, like fair is fair. You can't, you can't, you know, assume that every dog is going to defecate. You know, as soon as you, as soon as it walks a couple of inches. I mean, I'm a responsible dog owner. I, I clean up all my, you know, the, the, the you know. I clean up after my dog. You know, I'm a responsible dog owner. And, and, you know, there's loads of us out there that, you know, would okay. love to have the facility. And, and this is where it's not available. Well, I just wonder, and, given, and, but I'm just wondering, given that Dublin, the DAA have said to us, they, for a number of years, they didn't even facilitate the pros- processing of dogs onto planes because yeah. they were building or something. They now have a new yeah. super duper doggy uh, facility. And yeah. um, but then we discovered that our, our two main carriers, Ryanair and Aer Lingus, don't Aer Lingus. carry don't carry animals. No. I presume they carry a cat. 
Yeah, but you see, this is where this is where the information. There's I even kind of like looking at Facebook, saying, "Is there anybody out there?" And this is where a colleague of mine, you know, she goes to spend on a regular basis, but she's Spanish and she's in Tenerife. So this is where that's her pattern. Is going to Madrid and okay. then following on, and she said, "There's no issue." But this is a poor little rescue dog that's afraid of a Hoover, afraid of a brush. Okay. You know, like I don't want to traumatize this dog as much. Yeah, you know, I just want one. And your Shih Tzu? Journey. Did you ever take your Shih Tzu on a plane before the no no chihuahua, this is right? the first yeah, my oh, okay. Shitsu has passed away, but yeah, the dog is just my that. little Chihuahua, and that's where she's under. She's only uh, seven kilos, so she's she's her size, her, her container that she's under the seas. She's got a passport. I just need somebody to give me advice, good advice, or is it possible to bring a direct flight? to Malaga, to Barcelona, somewhere that we can go by the beach. There's no point in going to a city area because Mm -hmm. this is where uh, there's parks. Okay, okay. You know, we've done the parks. Now we want to get a bit of sunshine at the beach. Out of 10, how much do you love your dog? 12. Yeah, I thought that. Say there, Suzanne, 0818 I'll come back to you in a sec if we get any responses. Thank you. Have Thank you any? You. Well, I suppose the best way to say it is, has anyone listening brought their dog to, to Malaga? But I don't care if you Directly. saw it. Well, no, no, no. I don't think we're going to, I don't think that's going to happen. Aer Lingus aren't going to put on a special flight for your chihuahua. <laughs> But, no, but is there anyone that's done it and have they found it's easy, hard, or just don't do it? Okay, 0818 Stay there, Suzanne. Uh, where, where's Daisy, your chihuahua, now? <laughs> she's at home. <laughs> oh, she's at home, okay, because you're at work. Okay, Adrian, 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 good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Are you for real? <laughs> you obviously read, read my letter on that. It's, 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 it's the truth. Uh, it's a true, true story. It's unbelievable, you know what I mean, and that. I know okay. it's only it's a, a first world war, a first world problem, and that you know what I mean, that. But it's it's still it yeah, means the difference between your car passing and CT test and not passing. Okay, well, for us, we'll go back to the old saying: for the want of a nail, the shoe was lost; for the want of a shoe, the horse was lost; for the want of a horse, the rider was lost; <laughs> for the want of a rider, the message was lost; for the want of a message, the battle was lost; for the want of a battle, the kingdom was lost; and all for the want of a horseshoe nail. And you, 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 you want a light bulb moment? A light bulb is stopping you. <laughs> Putting your car on the road. Correct and right. Correct and right. I I I uh, I done the NCT during the last Tuesday and that, and I passed everything except on the wings of the car, the wing mirrors. Okay. There's a, an indicator, uh, you know, an indicator lamp on each of them. Yeah. So when you press the left side, the left indicator goes on okay. on the mirror, and on the right, the right indicator goes on and that. And um, but when I went for the NCT test, okay. that, um, the bulb on the right hand side <laughs> is dead. So just explain again. It's you have your mirror on a two twelve, yeah, a on, Toyota Corolla twenty twelve. Okay, the mirror obviously outside the car, but on the edge of the mirror, which you see now in more modern cars, actually, exactly. the edge of the car has an orange, small orange. Uh, repeating light when you're indicating as well as sorry as well as the indicator on the back bumper as so to speak and on the on the frontage of the car it's an extra thing it's it's extra but it's not right well is it legal so you've discovered that the mirror on your 212 yes you're listening to live nine i haven't lost my mind but i'm very close with it this day The, the, the bulb the little bulb the fairy light 
the, the, the fairy, the fairy light. light. The, 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 the fairy the, light the, is gone on your Miro, the orange fairy light. Yeah. And the NCT have keep telling you, go home, you cannot bring that, put that car on the road without the little fairy light, even though you have an indicator light on the front and even an indicator light on the back, which most cars have and are, are regarded as more than enough. Yeah. Where have, you searched that, for the, yeah. where have you searched for the mirror well, fairy light, the orange well, fairy light? Uh, uh, well, I've gone to my main dealer, main dealership at that, yeah. and they, they tell me that um, it's called an RH side repeater lamp. Ah, oh, I knew that, yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> my and, life, uh, my that, life wasn't worth living until I discovered that. <laughs> What's it called again? That, a side? It's called, it's called a side repeater lamp. Yeah, okay. And, that, and I... Um, uh, as I say, I went to my dealership and that, and uh, they said, they actually said to me that uh, Toyota, it's a Toyota car, they said, Toyota have none in stock at present, and there's uh, no delivery date given. And so afterwards, I heard, afterwards I heard from word of mouth that these are harder to get than hens teach, that the Toyota, I don't know, I'm not saying that they're not making them anymore or whatever, but they just cannot Sounds be found. Sounds like they're not making. Now, when you went to the NCT and they said you failed the NCT because of this little fairy light on the outside of your mirror that goes orange as well as your two orange indicator lights front to back, when they said to you, you failed, did you not say, well, listen, I have an indicator light at the front, I have an indicator light at the back, and both of them are, wor- are working. The but- fact that I bought a super duper car in 2012 that had this little extra feature on the mirror um, yeah. is, is basically putting me off the road. Yeah, well, it comes on the, the, the NCT report, it says fail on it, and then on the bottom of it says visual defects, repeater not working, and they say fault, it's a major. That's a major fault. Well, that's what it says, Major. Under all the other, um, all the other uh, results, it says pass, 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 okay. pass, pass. Have you and looked? Then, have, you, ha- have you gone into Duffy's scrapyard? But they're not. They're, they used to be in oh, Smithfield. I go to, but it's a certain job that I have to do that. But I, I actually have people. Okay, well, 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 we'll give you a hand. Has anyone yeah. has anyone got a Toyota Corolla twenty twelve with the, uh, with the fancy mirrors that have the little indicator light and the little orange indicator light the fairy 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 size bulb? If you have one and it's not in use or it's about scrappage or the hens are in it or whatever, would you consider one? Would you consider trying to find out that the fairy light is still working? And two, would you consider? being a good Samaritan and have a light bulb moment and give it to Adrian so we can get back on the road and live his life. All That'll for the want perfect. of a bulb. That's all for the want of a bulb. If, if, if that doesn't work, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to kind of cheat which, is, which isn't right either in that, but I have to borrow one of somebody that has a car like mine, put the bulb in, go to the entity, <laughs> they see the light flashing and that, then get me served, then go back and give the, the lamp back to the person I originally got it from. Oh, yeah, but then, you, but then, you know you'd be, then you'd be stopped at a, at a checkpoint. Oh, just, you couldn't be sent. You'd be sent to prison. Adrian, stay there. <laughs> Suzanne, stay there. Any luck on, on anyone bringing a Chihuahua to Malaga? No, not yet. Joe at rt.ie, 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. I've got two challenges for the day that's in it. Um, one can anyone give advice to Suzanne who has a Chihuahua and she and she wants to go to um, she wants to try and get to Malaga 
and um, she can't get the direct flight because the dog is very fragile and uh, even though Dublin Airport have a new uh, facility, the cost of millions for dogs to be processed, Aer Lingus and Ryanair, the biggest carriers out of the country, both of them, neither of them, as they said, neither of them will carry uh, dogs. So is there, uh, have you done your pet to Malaga and how did it work? Adrian drives a Toyota Corolla 2012, he failed the NCT this week, told he cannot drive his car because he has it in the Toyota Corolla 2012, way ahead of its time, on the mirror of the Toyota Corolla 2012, there's a little uh, orange light and when you press your indicator on either side, obviously you only need one bulb, um, the little light goes on. He has the indicator working at the front, there's the indicator working at the back, but the indicator's not working on the mirror and he cannot find a bulb for love or money. Okay, and for the want of a heart, the name of the want of a Okay, Noel O'Donovan, come in, Noel. Hello, Joe. You have some advice for Suzanne. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm in the same position myself, basically, with going to Malaga. We have a house down in that direction, you know. Okay. And uh, what I have to do, basically, is uh, because Ryanair or Aer Lingus won't pressurise the holes in the planes, uh, we have to drive from Cork oh, to okay. Rosslare, and from Rosslare we get the boat to Belboa, which is 28 hours, and then there's a 13-hour drive down as well. Yeah, but but I think, there is another yeah. way. There okay, is another okay, way to do okay. it, Joe. Not again. As such, I believe that you could actually fly with KLM to Amsterdam and from Amsterdam down. Yeah, but she wants to keep the one. She doesn't think. Yeah, the, she doesn't think the dog, the trauma, break, the, the, the two journeys. Yeah. Is, and by the yeah, way, come back, Noel. You mentioned there, Aer Lingus won't carry dogs because they won't pressurize the hole. They won't pressurize the hole, or neither will Ryanair. Why? Expense? I have no idea. I don't know. I presume it's money. It's a money. It's money. I presume it's probably money. Yeah, like everything else. But how long you is know? how long is the journey? Well, you've got to think of the journey. Yeah, but you've got to think of the it's journey. It's only about two hours and twenty minutes. No, but when, the Cork. way you go on the boat. Oh, that's a very long journey. That's uh, drive from Cork to Rosslare, two and a half hours. Yeah. Get the boat, twenty-eight hours, and then do about thirteen-hour drive down after that. Thir- yeah, it's a long. But I'd be, we'd be away for five or six weeks. Okay, you know I understand. I mean? it. So you do you a thirteen-hour yeah. drive. From what? Sorry? You do a 13 uh, hours? It would be around 13 hours, yeah. You'd have to oh. drive down to Cadiz and Salamanca and down into um, uh, Seville and right down, down down to the costas, down in, across, then imagine the Fungarol and then back into Malaga itself. Oh. Yeah. And what's that drive like? You're driving. Brilliant. You're, you're driving straight well, down the coast of France. Oh, no, we'd stay overnight. Charlie. I know, that. okay. And it's enjoyable, is it? It's part of oh, the. It's very good. Have you tried it? No, God, no. But down through Spain, then, when you get to the border, that's you're only halfway to Marbella. There is no border. You're I know, of course. Yeah, you're straight through EU. And, and there's, and just to tell you, there's only one toll going the whole ways, which has oh. cost sixteen fifty, and that's it. Excellent. Right down the whole ways. Excellent. Okay. And by the way, when you bring your dog to Marbella, is there any checks on the dog in France? Uh, yeah, they would have a check, but we, we have a passport for her as well. Okay, okay. And we get a uh, vet. Uh, is Suzanne back here. or Suzanne had to go back to work? Suzanne, are you there, Suzanne? Yes, I yeah. am, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that, that wouldn't work for you, would it, from what you said? Because you're, you're only down there for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better keep um, 
I could put my lift, but the only thing is, I'd have to tell work that I'm gone. I'm gone for it. <laughs> I, I, don't think that'll go. I work in the healthcare sector. I don't think it'll go down too well now. That I, the reason why I can't take a flight is because my dog has to go with me. And I have to, I listen, I'll see you in four weeks or five weeks' time. I okay. don't think. So long, long, well, Susanna, how many days would your holiday be? Max, well, many days can Well, this is where get. maximum is two weeks, so, so this so, is where. But ah, well, that's fair. Over the fourteen days under Nold's solution, <laughs> you'd be travelling for six. Yes, that's <laughs> three that's down and three me. back. God, you'll know you'll you'll know your chihuahua by the end of that. <laughs> well, Joe, when you're retired, now you can do that. Yeah, oh, looking forward. Looking you can forward. do it, Joe. I believe you're leaving shortly. So, are you? so I read. So I heard. So, so I heard. Here we <laughs> but okay. I got the I got the RT guy there uh, yesterday, and uh, I'm on next week. So that's as far as head that, that oh, we know. Okay, that we know. Okay. This. No, when are you okay. going back down to Marbella? Oh, uh, I'm going on. I'm actually flying on Sunday. I'm on ah. for a few days to break. Good bit lad. of a break. I was looking you know? at. I was looking at the temperatures in Tenerife. There, it's twenty six. Oh, uh, they're about twenty five. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay, Nolik, good to meet him, August. Safe travelling. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, Slant, Slant. Uh, Robert, Robert. Yes. Come on, you've. A, I, I don't. I, I'm only reading one line of your call. How is this a solution for Adrian's light bulb moment? Because not every model of the Toyota Corolla comes with those, uh, with the, uh, with, okay. the uh, with the side repeaters in the mirrors. So they're actually not a requirement on the car. They're ah. an extra that come on a high spec. So okay. if you get the two lower standard mirrors that don't have the side repeaters in there and put them on your car, ah. you can't fail the NCT on it and you never have to worry about it again and your NCT can never be classed as not valid. But Robert, to get two lower standards, are they electric mirrors? They are, are they, Adrian? Yeah, you'd probably get them on eBay for 50 quid for the pair. What do you think of that, Adrian? Just, just change the mirrors. Uh, Joe, did you hear me? Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, no, Joe, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is, uh, all it is is a little bulb. I don't want to go cause a major okay. uh, repairment to the car or Operation, something. I don't want to go for just a little, a little bulb with that. And like, I think it's, it's crazy that Toyota don't have any um, available at that. You know, they should have yeah, ones for all models of that. Ah, yeah, but Robert, the way, well, maybe the way the systems move on, the, the number of new cars every week. Sure. Yeah, anyway, anyway, okay. Sure. Well, Robert, I think that's that. Uh, Robert, that's called lateral thinking. If you can't yeah, get the, yeah, but I mean, if it's, if it's going to be that rare yeah, to get, yeah. by the time you get it off Toyota, they might try and charge sixty euro for it, where you and, could have the problem solved yourself, and, and you, you won't want, have to worry about it again. And you want to be back on the road, uh, but what will will to lower spec mirrors on a Corolla two twelve that don't have the fairy light on the upper uh, right hand corner. Um, Will how much will it cost? Will they fit the the ones that do have yeah, the fair? Yeah, they'll all fit. The only difference is the inside and the wiring, and the look on the outside with the side repeaters. Okay, but it's an awful look of your mirrors are a different colour to your beautiful steel grey car, aren't they, Robert? Well, I just go with the regular black ones, and okay. Are you, you in the bu- are you in the, are you in the business, Robert? No, I'm not in the car business. I I do bits and pieces myself, but I'm not in the car business myself. But I've pulled apart enough of them to know. Good lad. Uh, Good lad. Good lad. All the same sort of thing. So, Good lad. Uh, yeah, I think that I think it's it's okay, stupid it's, that the NCT are are, yeah. um, are are pulling on it because it's not actually a requirement. I think the NCT is a joke. It's only valid for the day it goes through it, anyways. So, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, well, are, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thanks, Robert. But all, they're all very right. professional. Uh, Des, good. Des, good afternoon. 
Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. How are you? Have you? Oh, it's the same thing happened to you. Same thing happened to me. Yeah, I, it was just I was listening and I heard it. So I said, oh, I'll give a shout in. And mm-hmm. um, same thing happened to me. The 2nd of January, I went down to Little Island. Uh, indicators working on the front, on the oh, back. Yeah. I didn't even really know I had a side one. And uh, <laughs> that's what failed it. So I went back down. I went and got a fix. So I had to go to school to get one, get them to fix okay. it in um, here in Cork and went down. Got my cert in, in the end of January, and then I have to go back now by the 17th of May for my new cert because of the backlog. So I have to go back in a couple of months. So your car, you like Adrian's... Yeah, OK, that's bizarre. Your, your car, like Adrian's car, instead of having four indicators, which most cars have, has six indicators. It, it has uh, six, it has six. And yeah. five and, and, out of six were working, and they say because the one on the, on the mirror... Okay. The, the one on the side mirror didn't work, so I started putting my hand out the window then to let people know I was indicating just in case they couldn't see the four lights going. That's a joke, Joe. That's a cork joke. Sometimes they hit, sometimes they don't. <laughs> so two indicators are not enough for, for, for other motorists. Not a cork, no. Not not a, a, I understand no. that. Especially on the new Dunkettle roundabout, which is... Been, oh, gee. Oh. No, well, Joe, you don't, yeah, yeah, there's no roundabout really anymore, so we're flying it. Fly, it's, fly, it's a flyover. It's a flyover. Thank God. Thank it's God. Lovely. Thank God it's me and Martin opened that on Monday because I, the last time I went down a few months ago, I got completely lost on the Dunkettle. I didn't know which direction, whether it was coming or going. No, okay. don't worry anymore. You go sailing through. Good and man. Des, by the way, was it expensive to get the new fairy light put into your mirror? It was, for the fairy light, it was 20, 26 euro, I believe. Okay. So that's it's okay, but then I had to get it refitted. I was going to, I was watching YouTube videos to see if I could do it myself. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to do it, but then I thought I'd end up ripping the mirror off by accident or something. So as a cork man, I said for once I'm going to go to a professional. So. So why have you got to have an NCT in in a few weeks? In a few weeks because the backlog. So the backlog, I must go down it. Oh, I I know what you mean. A couple of weeks ago. By the time. I must go back down now with me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it's unfortunate. Oh, the backlog but was by the time you got your NCT, you were al- you were already what eight months into the year. Yes, exactly. So right. I'll be on first name basis with them down below. So oh. hopefully they'll they'll remember. <laughs> Go okay. down for a visit. Okay, then. And Joe, I just want to say hello to my two daughters, Bree and Sophie. They're listening in the kitchen. Go and on, Granny Deirdre as well. Oh, right? would you not just shout into them there? If you want to oh, say yes, hello Joe, to Joe, I don't want to. I don't want to break my voice because I'm on the radio. I don't want to <laughs> delivery, Good man, Des. Fair play, I'm Des. Sure I knew we'd always talk. Oh, I do. Uh, it's only a matter of time. It was only a matter it of time. Only a matter, of, only time. A matter of time. Where's Bridge? Bridge. Hello. Oh, Bridge. How are you, Back to the Chihuahua, to Malaga. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get? What, what breed of dog do you have, Bridge? I don't have a dog. But okay. My friend, my friend has just gone to Malaga with her little dog yeah. on a flight from Dublin to Barcelona yeah. and then Barcelona to Malaga okay. all in the one day and you can go bring your dog on Vueling Airlines okay the one so it's the one airline yeah and you can keep your dog in the cabin at your feet and uh, the dog has to be under 8 kg yeah okay that's it no problem so, Suzanne, what about that? If you went with the one carrier, which is Vueling, which yeah. I think, which I think is a low flights. cost. Yeah, I know, I know. It's I know. two flights. Yeah, it's two flights. But my friend has yeah. done it twice, and she said it's fine. It's absolutely fine, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of... I, I, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for a simple one flight. 
And that's well, where then, so then you take your train from Barcelona to, to take your train from Barcelona to Malaga. Then that's the only other way you can do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but I think, okay. I, think, I think that's not the worst. So if you want to, you want to have your dog with you. That's the best case scenario, I reckon. Well, I tell you what the best would be is a flight from Dublin directly to Malaga. Yeah, but it's not, it's not, unless, unless <laughs> you can... unless I... Oh, no, hold on. I could get a private jet, couldn't I? Would they allow That's me? That's true, yeah. Yeah, gosh, is there... Well, I think Uling no. Airlines would be cheaper than a private jet. I saw. Well, I if, saw, if but, Uling yeah. Airlines could actually answer the phone, it would be even better. Yeah, I okay. spent yesterday afternoon trying to get in contact oh, good with look. them. Are they not? Get, are, view, are, viewing, are viewing not on, online, no? I know, I'm not they, they are online. They are online. And this is where I'm asking questions. It was two weeks ago, no response. Oh, and I said, right, I'm going to try on the phone. And no comprende. So well, my friend booked it all online and didn't have to ring him, and she's done it twice, and she said it's very straightforward. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, I, ah, okay. and I appreciate okay. it. It's just, Rita, you know, it's the two flights, so ah, I can okay. go, okay. but I, yeah. Iberia, yeah. yeah. And that's where, yeah. that was my question, is, does anybody know a direct flight? So, obviously, no, it's not out there. Not a direct flight, where. but there is. But, but, yeah. but the yeah. one carrier now me means that the dog doesn't even come back into the airport down in uh, Bar- Barcelona. Oh, no, he because does, he does, because the dog oh, is does. at your feet. So you take it up oh, the Oh, the dog is on the plane. You take the dog out, yeah. Ah, oh, Susanna, stop the, the weight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that be brilliant? You can you can have a daisy with you at yeah. your feet. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, there's two flights. So okay. as you can imagine, for a, a dog that's already traumatized as oh, okay. far as from, okay. from the rescue, don't, is afraid of I don't a want to, I don't want to underestimate that. And there's no way you can persuade Daisy that it's the one flight. How would she know it's the two flights? <laughs> <laughs> Unless I draw her. <laughs> no, when you get off the plane in Barcelona, when you're going yeah. into Passport, going, we're mm, taking off again, Daisy. We're just, we haven't actually landed, Daisy. Freaking out. Are you, okay, okay, okay. Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Thanks Bree. Joe, the anyway. search continues. Joe at RT.ie. 51551 is the text number. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. Susan, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? See, the problem was you're not sick. No, we're, <laughs> we're not sick. That's the problem. And, and it looks like now that if you're not sick within so many years, you get knocked out of your doctor, which is a pity. And what happened in your case? So on Tuesday morning, my daughter rang. Now, she has um, some sort of eczema or psoriasis. We're not too sure. We've never really been properly diagnosed. So we just thought, listen, we better go get this checked, find out what's causing it. It's it's kind of uh, inflamed at the moment. We don't know why. So she rang the doctor, our own doctor, our family doctor, on Tuesday morning. And they said, yes, we have somebody who deals with that on a in our clinic and we give you appointment for March they gave her the appointment for March the time the whole shebang and then they, she said listen I might book in for blood test they said perfect yeah. so they said can we get your date of birth so she gave her date of birth and they said you're not actually a patient of ours ah. and she said I am I've been there with you since birth and they said mm. no you're not you haven't been with us for the last 10 years so you're no longer a patient of ours your, your account is inactive so she said can mm-hmm. I reactivate it and they said no and she said, can I come in and fill out a form? And they said, no, we're not taking any new patients on okay. at the moment. Yeah, so she said, what do I do? And they said, find another doctor. So we rang three other doctors and we got the same line of all the doctors. I'm very sorry, we're not taking any new patients at the moment. And, yeah, um, which is true so everywhere, we thought isn't it? We would, 
we thought yeah. we would bypass the doctors then being very smart and we would go straight to a skin specialist, a dermatologist. So we rang two of those and they say that they can't see you without a referral letter yeah. from your doctor, which we explained we don't have a doctor. So then we were kind of sitting at home going, well, what are we going to do next? Because obviously we need mm-hmm. to do something. So we went to a walk-in clinic in our local town, which is fantastic, but you just queue up and they just see the next person. So she did that and she met a lovely doctor there and he just basically said, I don't know, I've never seen this before, I don't know what it is, what do you want me to do? And she said, well, I suppose maybe we'll do a referral letter. So the two of them got on Google Mm -hmm. and she looked up one of the specialists that we had looked at and they put that name on. So she came out and she rang that specialist. She said, I have a referral letter now. What do I do? And they said, get your doctor to send it in to us. But she said, I don't have a doctor. So they said, listen, post it in or drop it in and we'll get back to you. And fair play to them. They got back to her that evening and said, we wouldn't really be the sort of specialist you need. You need to see somebody else. Hmm. So back into the walk-in clinic again, fair play to them. She looked up at the other name, we put the other name on it and we have now done the same thing. We've gone into them. They said, listen, you need to come to a doctor. We said, we don't have a doctor. They said, listen, drop okay. in the letter and we'll see what we can do. We're waiting to hear back from them. But if they come back with the same thing, what to, what do we do? Number one, she has no doctor. And we've rang around and everybody's saying the same thing. Unfortunately, we're not taking any new patients at the moment. So mm. what does she do if this specialist comes back and says, unfortunately, I won't be able to deal with your case either. So... I don't know what we do next or where. what's our next step for her now, now that we were like, I never knew that she didn't have a doctor, but obviously now we do know that she doesn't well, have one. You know, so I don't know what. Centric, and they have a great reputation. There's 90 of them in the country. I didn't know that. Neil, sorry, Neil, you have 82. Um, I'm just looking at Dublin's 20 on the south side, 20 on the north side. It's incredible. They run GP services. And they say it's standard policy for Centric Health to remove patients off their books if they haven't visited or contacted one of their practices, one of uh, their practices in over five years. Um, Patients patients are not subject to removal. Patient medical records are securely preserved at all times, obviously. The patient file undergoes a transition to inactive status after five Mm -hmm. years if there has not been any activity on the file. It is expected that the majority of patients who have not consulted a GP within a five-year time frame have secured the services of a new general practitioner or sought medical attention elsewhere. Now, they don't say, or thankfully, have not been sick in the five years. Three cheers. Yeah. Um, are the patients notified of this five year? Well, we're helping town to spread the word, I suppose. Are the patients who are, so in other words, if you're four years and 11 months uh, since you saw a GP, would you d- d- develop a catch in your chest or something? Or, uh, so uh, they th- want you to go in even though you're not sick just to keep your account open? I think, well, see, they haven't answered. I, I just wonder, Austin Centric, if I ring Centric and ring my GP, regardless of who runs it, if I ring my GP and say, by the way, I, 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 know, it's, I know it's a few years since I've been there, but can I still stay on your books? Does the five years start from then? After the patients who were, are the patients who were affected notified of this? Uh, you, you weren't, were you, Susan? Your daughter wasn't. No, we, no. we received nothing and we're still, we've been in the same house for the last... 20 years or more and we've never received anything and I have been in I can't remember the last time either was in I, I'm kind of nervous too for myself I, I I definitely have been in and no one has ever mentioned to me at any stage you know if you leave it any more than mm-hmm. five years 
there's a chance that your account would be inactive. And we didn't. That was the last thing I expected on Tuesday morning when I rang up because she has been so healthy and yeah, it's been brilliant yeah. that she has been out. And as she said to me when she came off the phone, I was hoping to go in there, get this sorted, and hopefully I won't be back there for another 10 years, if possible. Mm-hmm. So I won't be taking up too much of their time. I would just love to see somebody and get this properly they diagnosed. They say there's widespread pressure on GP. We know this. GP practices yeah, across totally. the country, including, including centric health practices. Patient care is our priority and practice have a contractual obligation to care for patients on their GP. We know GP, GMS. Uh, practices will then accommodate new patients to the best of their ability depending I presume what they're saying is after five years we deem it inactive we form a new list of which your daughter was not a member but it also allows us to take in new people who do get sick more often but we can't even join she can't even rejoin again which is very very upsetting like because the list is closed yeah because they don't take any new patients so as I say we ran through all the doctors in our area, and they're all saying the same thing, which is fair enough. They aren't able to take any more patients at the moment, and I just don't know where that leaves us. Like, she's after getting a blood test done also with this walk-in. I don't know who's going to talk to her if there is any results. I'm assuming it's some doctor from the walk-in. But I would have loved someone just to have a look and take a sample or just talk to her mm. and see, you know, what is it exactly that we're dealing with? We don't even know for sure. What exactly it is, whether it is eczema, I don't know. And what about... Uh, you I see, mean, this um, doctor said he didn't know what it was when he saw it in the walk-in, so I don't know what we're actually dealing with. And then your, your other option, which you don't want to do, is to fetch up an A&E, which is already... Well, that's busy. it. That's it. And UHL, I'm sure, doesn't want to see the likes yeah, of me yeah, coming yeah, in yeah. along. Yeah, do you yeah, know? Yeah. They're already under serious pressure. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what we do next. If this specialist... you know, And, we, and they've been all extremely helpful. If this specialist can't do anything for us, I don't know where... We go next, or what we do next, I don't know. Okay. It's, so um, I'm just, at this stage now, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm very surprised because it looks like she was healthy and she's had to lose an out, you know, which is terrible. She's looked after herself, and, you know, and I just think it's very unfair. You know, she's hoping not to be in there that often, and she just was hoping just to go in, meet somebody. And as I said, they had somebody for her to meet in March to give her the appointment. And mm-hmm. as soon as she gave her date of birth, they said, we can see all your history here. We can see your details. We have you here in the system, mm-hmm. but you're no longer a patient. And it's just back to that whole thing of the pressure on GPs. But it's, there should be some leeway where you, where you say, or you should be able to say, they, they, they don't answer directly. Well, maybe they can't with GDPR. Are the patients who are affected notified of this? And as previously stated, the status of patient files changed to be categorised as inactive after five years in, in compliance with pertinent legislation. Sorry, in compliance with pertinent on medical document. Well, we know this. We know this. They're, you've, the Centric have a great reputation. Nobody doubts them on their, their documentation. No, that's not But I would have loved to be notified or I would have loved to. Yeah. Even with all our COVID vaccines, we would have given that practice for her. Do you know? Oh, okay. okay. And it turns out that wasn't her doctor. Okay. So what happens for COVID then when you don't have a doctor? Like, I mean, we would have given that name as her doctor for COVID. Yeah, okay, okay. And more questions and answers today, unfortunately, uh, Susan, but okay. uh, take your point. Listen, okay, I hope, you I hope your daughter, seriously, I hope your daughter, and you reminded me of um, JJ on, what day is today? Thursday on Tuesday about that horrific story. He's had a, an infection in his foot for three years. He's been in antibiotic for three years and cannot get a biopsy for love of, of travelling to nine different hospitals, private and public. And we've had two two responses. One is from... Uh, 
the sports surgery clinic in Santry and the other is from the HSE and hopefully one of them uh, will work out. But both of them, both calls uh, generated very upset as a lot of people were by JJ's situation. Susan Goodemiel Maga, Joe at RT.E 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Where's Dara Martin? Dara, another idea for Susan and the Chihuahua dilemma. Chihuahua. Joe, how are you doing? Yeah, okay. There's, there's, there's no real direct flights. I've been trying it for okay. the last three years since we got a pub. And the only way we find it, we, we fly with TAP Airlines, which is Air Portugal. And we have to fly from Dublin to Lisbon, and their main hub is from there. So when you fly out of Lisbon, you can go from Lisbon to anywhere in Europe or the world. So we kind of go, we're going to Tenerife in three weeks' time, so we have to fly yeah. to Lisbon, Lisbon down to Tenerife. And likewise, our summer holidays, we always go to Portugal. We got to fly to Lisbon, and from Lisbon on down to Faro. So there's no other way around it. I have looked and have tried. Unless you have your class as a companion dog, yeah. Aer Lingus will let you on with the dog. Oh, of course, yeah. Companion dog. But viewing because that, it's but because it's a chihuahua. What type of dog do you have there again? It's a miniature Maltese. So basically, it'll go in cabin. Yeah. And he will go under the seat. He has to be, the bag and the dog have to be under eight kilos. Our dog is five kilos, and the bag is. Oh, well, a chihuahua, a chihuahua, the, the maxi chihuahua. Probably less. Half that, I'd say. Yeah. So two and a half kilos. Bag of sugar. Where was she trying to fly to? Directly? Malaga, Malaga. Well, Malaga. you can. You oh, can no, go. I don't know. Well, the only way option is probably <laughs> fly to Lisbon and across to Malaga. It's yeah. the only way. There's no direct flights. But every every Not time I chance. said that, Suzanne, she she got upset because she, she doesn't she I doesn't know, think her chihuahua would survive the two journeys. Well, well okay, but the, okay. each each pair, each owner is different. But, yeah, yeah. but we give kind of our dog. Uh, well, the vet gives him a small tablet. He gives him a tablet, and he's, he's, he's relaxed. And he goes to sleep in the bag. He's just always there in the bag. Yeah. It's kind of like a relaxer. He's not stressed. And you probably take a tablet uh, yourself, do you, Tara? Oh well, I, well, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need <laughs> well, to. Travelling with a dog. Yeah, I'm gone after the ten minutes. Dog in Ireland. I'm gone. Great. I'm gone after ten minutes <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, Dara Kurumila yeah. Mahoga. That's what you see. No we're not, problem, Joe. We're not gonna, where's Tom Cooney? KLM Tommy, will Tom. do it as well. I think KLM you have to fly to Amsterdam and Amsterdam anywhere in Europe okay. as well. So yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's just kind of it's just a done thing, unfortunately. All right, all right, okay. True Dublin. No problem, Joe. Take okay, care. thanks a million. And um, where's Tom? Tom and Kilkenny. Well, Joe, how T- are you doing? Good. Well, Tom, how are you? I'm not too bad now, not long, too bad. Long time, know, long just... time now, see, you're looking great. <laughs> I, uh, I had the same problem as that man with the Toyota and, okay. uh, just before Christmas, and uh, I knew it was gone, but it was on the passenger side, and I said they might not spot it, but they did. So I had to get it done and bring it back for a visual. So I rang the main dealer. Okay. It, mine, is, mine is a bit different. It's a cluster of LED lights, part of the mirror, right? Okay. It's a kind of an insert that fits into the mirror. Right. But they didn't sell it. You'd have to buy the full mirror, which was 400 euro. Wow. And then you'd have to spray your mirror in on top oh, of that, of course, which would probably yeah. be another 50. Yeah. And then you'd have to get somebody to take it off and put it on. So it'd probably end up around 600 euro. Oh, no thanks. Yeah. So my son-in-law got on to, um, I think it's part 
step out in Waterford okay. and gave the reg, reg number of the car. Good idea. And uh, lo and behold, we got the insert for the mirror and uh, my son was a mechanic, so he was able to dismantle the mirror and, and fit it. It's not an easy job now because you could break the well, mirror. Well, you see. And the glass. The glass in particular, you have to take it, take the glass off first and then take the rest off, disassemble the whole lot and, and put it back together. But we got it done anyway and we got it passed, but it's a crazy situation, you know. And but, but, So you're saying for the want of a, 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 a... He has he has six indicators on the car, two front, two back, two, two on the tip of the mirrors. mirrors yeah. Uh, five yeah. of them were working yeah. and he failed the NCT. Yeah. 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 And the only thing but the problem pro- with yeah the problem with mine towards the man with the Toyota is probably just one bulb. These these were part of the mirror. They they are a cluster of LED oh. lights that, that that are part of the mirror. You see, I was recommending you know? scrapyards. I thought some scrapyards might be listening. They have a two two twelve Toyota Corolla. Um, but you say the parts yeah, well, department in Waterford, if you give them the reg, they'd be able to look up the exact model yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. My 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 uh, my mine was an ele- mine is eleven reg, but it's a Mercedes, so it's just different models and different cars. Still the same problem if you haven't the indicator working. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. But when so, you just just finally when you worked out the price to get the mirror, get the new mirrors, uh, repaint them, mm, take them off. But mm, that you're saying it, it came in nearly six hundred quid for the want of a bulb. Where you were five of them, five of the indicators already worked. Okay. Do you remember Tom back in the day? Remember in the Morris Minor, they used to have the little. Remember the indicator they used to flip out from the center, the center column between the front seat and the back seat. What were they called? Remember them? It's Tom gone. I'm talking to myself again. Okay, Tom, go to me in the market. Where's Mary? Mary O'Connor. Here. On show. On show. On show. God. Uh, um, are, you, are you Chihuahua or light bulb? Uh, Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I was just um, listening to your show and I didn't catch whether the lady was going with a partner or husband to Spain. Maybe she, I know she can't drive. Yeah. But we draw, We go direct in our camper van from Rosslare to Bilbao. And there's beautiful places in northern Spain. Yeah, okay. And coastal areas. And they, Brittany Ferries, there's a lot of traffic, sorry. Brittany Ferries do really accommodate dogs yeah. and cats. But you can actually book a room and the dog can stay there. with you in the room. Yeah. There's a Chihuahua in the studio. That's a Chihuahua's bar. And also, if 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 she didn't have, uh, if you don't book on time, down, you don't get, get down, the room. Get down, Rex. Get down. That's a Chihuahua in the studio here with me. I didn't go near you. Stop crying. That's an angry Chihuahua. Would help her, but uh, <laughs> the, the ferry is absolutely yeah. part of the holidays. It's fantastic. It takes thirty-two hours. Yeah. But the food and everything on board is lovely. The rooms oh, are on, very accommodating. Yeah, but Mary, <laughs> what? what? Chihuahuas are a pain. Listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mother as long of God. As the dog is not prone to seasickness. Should be fine. But those chihuahuas between them weigh about four pounds. And they, yeah. their, their decibel level is incredible. 
Anyway, yeah. but most <laughs> most dogs are biddable. I know some dogs aren't, but most dogs are biddable. Aren't they? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Love... we we sit at we sit at the window on the boat and we watch all sizes of dogs being walked on the doggy yeah, walk. Ah, lovely, yeah. Outside on the deck. And you go fantastic. with your you go with your camper van. We go with our camper van every yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. And um, you, you love that. Well, France is brilliant, isn't it? For camper vans, we heard France is fantastic. But we went to Spain last year. We went direct Rosslare to Bilbao. Oh wow. That's no problem at all. How long does that journey? Four weeks? No, 32 hours. Wow. And what's it's it like? two nights. Two nights over. Two nights? Um, and when you're coming back, you get the boat earlier in the day. Yeah. And you're back. You only stay one night. Okay. And you're back late the next night. So it's whatever it is, it's 32 going over you're and 28 like, coming back. Because you have the wind behind you. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And all the dogs yeah. are out in the bow pulling the ship. Oh, it's dogs fantastic. Are, it sounds yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Big and beautiful, large. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful, out for the walkie. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, Mary, what's the name of your dog? Oh, I don't have a dog. Oh, sorry. I've, we've, we have been chatting to all oh, people. Oh, people have board, the dog because you're in your camper van. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well yeah. done, Mary. That's Mary O'Connor back after this break. Joe with RT.ie 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Back briefly to John Joe um, the other day in that awful situation. Owen, Owen, good afternoon. Hello, Joe, how are you? Oh, it's, it's, it's a dermatology issue. So, oh, yeah. it's a centre. I'll come back to you in a sec. Sorry, I thought it was for uh, some. I got mixed up there. Joseph McMahon, come back to you in a sec. Owen, please hold. Please hold. Joe, Joe McMahon is Joseph. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Have you the radio on the background, Joe? Well, turn it off. There's nothing on. Okay. It's not worth listening to this hour. It's not worth listening to it. This is not worth listening. Okay, gather yourself there, Joe, and I'll go back to Owen because Owen, you're you're calling in about uh, the lady earlier on whose daughter um, couldn't get a doctor. Isn't that correct? She's an eczema. Correct. She needs a dermatologist. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- tell us the situation. What, what, you're co-founder uh, so of All, All View Healthcare. Yeah, myself and a consultant dermatologist own a company yeah. called All View Healthcare. Great. So we would be the largest dermatology provider in the country, both to Brilliant. the Brilliant. HSC and to the private market. Um. So, yeah, if she's eczema, she needs to see a consultant dermatologist. She can come through us. Okay. Um, all of you.ie, make a direct booking. But uh, look, I'll take her details off uh, after off the show. We look after yeah, her. Um, well, um, we... So, any patient from 14 up can come through us and they'll have an appointment within a couple of weeks with us. Okay. okay. And what we do, uh, uh, what we do, Owen, is we will pass on your direct contact details to the caller and her daughter right. and that uh, they will but that's they, right. they, they and I can, believe yesterday you had um, I was listening you had a, a young chap who needed a nail biopsy yeah. he too couldn't get seen so again that's you know we do full surgical okay. treatment and, and aftercare so if you want to do the same we'll make sure they're looked after but any patient in the country who is waiting on a HSE waiting list um, and at the back of the list all hospitals in the country can uh, outsource their patients to us okay. directly and it's paid by HSE head office, so they just need to ask their hospital to allow them to, to, to all okay. the healthcare. 
Okay, that's, yeah, and, that's... and they'll have access in a number of weeks. Well, that's a prospect now. That's a that's a, that's a, an important call. Uh, we'll we'll pass on your details on, and uh, in the meantime, we'll give you the full names of the people that the names that right. they use on the program. So you know, we make sure they're looked after, Joe. No okay, problem. fair play. Yeah, many many uh, locations do you have? Many patients. So we've 12, 12, 12 clinics around the country. Okay. Uh, we would see about fifteen thousand patients a year. We have about thirty consultants working with us. Uh, across the different specialties from dermatology and plastics and Maxfax, uh, you know, um, very big uh, Irish company uh, owned by ourselves and I said we'd be the largest dermatology provider in the state. Okay, well we'll pass, we, as I say, we'll organise for Susan to contact you who's worried about her daughter with eczema and right. we'll, we'll organise Anne, Anne and John Joe. Um, which yeah, John Joe, that was his name, yeah. I don't know whether you heard the piece on, it was heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, was I heartbreaking. did, and he needs a nail biopsy, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay, so you're, you're a star. Okay, good yeah. good health to everyone then, and all, all of you, healthcare and Centric, they all do a great job, and all GPs around the country. Good evening, Owen, um, back to Joe. Joe, are you settled? Oh, yeah, I'm in there, yes. Oh, that sounds much better. What happened? What happened was... Because you were you were listening to John Joe talking the same John Joe we've just been oh, talking about. Oh, I was yes, about. yes, that's yeah. Okay, uh, sorry okay. about that. Um, okay. Well, the thing about what got to me was uh, about the length of time that he's after me waiting for all this uh, business to go on with, and nothing's getting done about it. Yeah. So I was in a position like that, uh, not with one he has, one with me hands. You know where okay. the, where your your fingers curl in, yeah. and he gets right in, and I got an operation years ago, Grant. Then it comes back again, and what okay. happens then? It goes back in again, your fingers. So anyway, the last time I went, I uh, I asked the doctor, and he made out okay. a, a letter to the hospital, yeah, and uh, a referral letter. And uh, I asked, I rang up two days after St James's, and I said, "Hello, how long, how long do you think I could be waiting?" He said, uh, "Oh, two years." So two years? Do you think I'm going to be around that long? Yeah, you know, because after all, look at me age. I'll be 80 this year, and you want okay. to two years. And I said, I don't think so. But anyway, what I did was I went back to my GP. I went back to my GP, and I said to him, excuse me, do you know that referral that you yeah. uh, said to the hospital? Could you rewrite that again, please, first? She said, no problem. Gave it to me. I went down to James's with it. Yeah. Went in. No, no appointments, nothing else. Just walked okay. straight in just okay. as, as, a, as a patient. Asked for a certain person. They're not here at the moment. They're there, but they're busy. Okay. And can I help? No, I want to speak to the person that was on the phone. Then. And she said, okay. So the person came out. She said, hello. I said, yeah, this is me. The man that's waiting two years. Going to wait for two years. And right. he said, turn around. Sir. She said, now, uh, what you've seen was, you've seen writing on paper about what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't show you what's wrong with me. The writing on a paper. A letter. What you have to see is the position I'm in. And I showed her. She said, now, look at me hand now. She said, what? Well, my God, she said, yeah. Two years from now, even six months from now, that hand would be locked, right? I wouldn't be able to open it. You wouldn't be able to open it. What you have to do then is, and this is the joke where it comes in, you'd have to cut it off and it'd have to go to a second-hand shop to get a new one. And I'm not going to do that. Okay. The point about it was, turned around, she says, she looked at it. Yeah. She went back in a few minutes. Went off. And just, expl- like, Joseph, just explain to us again, the clawed hand, what could you, I presume, could you lift a glass? Could you lift a knife and fork? You couldn't. <laughs> no. You see, your, your fingers go in very, very slow over time. Yeah. There's a name for it. I can't think of it. It's one of these medical names. 
and it goes in very slow and slow, but you cannot straighten it. You can't, you can't flex it. And is it, is, and, and Joseph, is it painful? No, it's not painful. Just okay. keep closing in, closing can, in. Okay, can but you... It gets can to you... a certain part. Okay. It gets to a certain point, like if it cut, if, the, if my fingers had touched the palm of my hand, I would have never opened them. They, they, they couldn't open them. And so that meant... Okay. Could you can you put on your clothes in the morning with with this this clawed hand or? No, no, it's it's okay now. Oh, I know straight, that, I know that. But, but when you were in distress, oh, oh yeah, you could, yeah, you, you manage, you sort you of manage, manage okay. to go along. Like, now, you know. Joseph, have you heard a Viking finger? This thing, which is not, well, apparently it's two two of my pals have it. They, they, they apparently it's peculiar. It's called Viking finger because it's a it's a it's a closing of it begins with the little finger. And it's the closing correct, of the yeah, little I, finger in towards the palm of the hand, correct, and it becomes yeah, right, yeah. it becomes immovable. But apparently, it's only the reason it's called Viking finger is because it's it's uh, peculiar, so to speak, to northern countries in Europe, i.e., Viking countries. Yeah. But you say your little finger went in towards, then the other finger followed the th- the middle the, the, finger. The, yeah, it's like you just close in very, very, your very index, slow. and then your thumb. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Goes in like like a, as you were closing yourself. But anyway, the whole point about it is, what I'm saying is, to get an appointment in a hospital today, yeah. they said to me two years. I says, I, I don't think so. So I got the referral note of the mm-hmm. doctor, went down, I gave it to the girl, she looked. Oh, she says, she says I just don't, don't get me wrong, says I, but what you are looking at is only writing on paper. You don't see the actual thing. Yeah, good lad. And you yeah. say, oh, well, we, yeah. we, we'll do that. We'll do that in two years' time. Yeah. See, I've already got it done years before that. Oh, did you? So okay. I've saying that. I got it done before, like, you know. But yeah. the whole point about it is, uh, that's what happened. And she said, I'll be back in a few minutes. Right. Joe, I'll give you a ring in two days' time. I said, thanks very much. I appreciate that. Joe, you're built in for six weeks. Brilliant. Fine. And what was the... Op- six weeks. How long were you in for? Only, only a day. In the morning. Went, went, mm. went in at eight o'clock and was out, out and out. It was in my local and all. <laughs> at two o'clock. Are we able to lift a point? Well, no, not at that time. It was all bandaged up now, Joe. Come on, use your I head. Know, I know, I know. Well, I presume. Where's your local? Where's your local? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, up, it's up in Tallis somewhere. Okay. Of about ten of them. Well, I'm sure your, buddy, your buddies in the local would have helped you. They would have realised yeah. you'd just been through a major operation, Joseph. No, they, no, they would have spent me money for me. <laughs> and was it? It sounds. Yeah, could you could you drive a car? I don't know if you no, can. I never, actually, I I drove a truck, but I never drove a car in my life. I don't believe you. I did. I I, I did drive Dodgems out in Bray okay, years ago. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> they were the only cars. But the point about it is, you drove a truck, but you've never you've never driven a car. No, no. And the reason for that is it interfered with my social life. You know what that means? I know, drink driving. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I couldn't man. go out to drink. Good man, good so man. So that, that means I, I haven't run over anyone yet. And do you know, you see, when you, if I, um, now you're 80, as you say. I'm surprised that doctor said well, you. Well, I'm going to. What did the doctor say? You won't see another two years? No, I said, will I see another two years? Yeah. I said to them. Oh, he said. You know, I hope, hopefully. Oh, no, the doctor didn't say this is the girl. Oh, the, doctor, yeah. the doctors don't talk to you, you know. Okay, okay. They, they're only taking the message <laughs> off. But I'm wondering, like did thing. you, what type of truck did you drive or lorry back in the day? Did you drive oh, was a, a, Bed- a, a Bedford, Bedford or a Thames? And yeah, with yeah, no, with, with no power. Yeah, with no power. No steering. Powers. 
No power steering, no. So you're reefing. You nearly you're, had to get out and turn them. I know. <laughs> but you're you're reefing the wheel. You're trying to get the... Would that have caused That's, your clawed hands? No, 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 no. That wouldn't have caused it, no. Okay. No, this is later on, you know. Well, apparently, it's all due to hard work. <laughs> well, apparently, Viking finger... Uh, is it? Yeah. Is it? It's peculiar to this part of the world. But anyway, I'm, I'm presu- I presume. Well, my mother, Lord of Mercy, and I had it. Go ahead. And my brother, my younger brother, had it. And uh, they're the only two that I knew that in the family had it. And my it's it hereditary or not? I don't know. Okay. Uh, just I've I've ha- I had it for years. But the point about it is, it does not even if I live to ninety, they probably that can will probably close again. Yeah, yeah, okay. Over the years, it goes back in again, closed real slowly, very, very slowly. But the wait two years for an appointment with your hand. That's what I said to her. I thought you'd have to take the hand off, you had to go to a second hand shop and get a new one. You know? <laughs> she thought it was really, she thought it was smart. I, I wasn't being no, smart, no, no, I was serious. No. You're in distress. Stay there, Joseph. Michael, good afternoon. Yeah. How you doing, Joe? Uh, you have a name on this. Uh, Dupuy Trends is, uh, it's that's, uh, that's Dupuy Trends. Yeah. Okay, it is a com- uh, common. Uh, well, uh, I wouldn't say it's common. Um, it's hereditary, all right. My dad oh. had it. Um, okay. And uh, I have it uh, in both hands. And uh, it affects I, I, the... I, I, um, I, sorry. No, keep keep yeah. going, Michael. Yeah, I'll bring Joe back in. Yeah, say. it affects the third finger on both my hands. Okay. So on my left hand, I have it on my left hand for about 25 years. Right. And then on my right hand, it developed just about, uh, say, six or seven years ago. But I'm still able to, you know, lift stuff and move and all of that. So, um, you know, move stuff around or whatever. So it, it, it it's not debilitating for me. But um, And my wife insists that I should go and get it treated. But okay. I don't want to because I saw my dad had it done 25 years ago. But... It wasn't successful for him. Okay. And uh, even though my wife says the treatment today is different, I just don't fancy having a, a needle stuck into the palm of my hand, you know. <laughs> and that is a treatment, is it? There is. There is a, an injection you can have uh, into the... In, into. Yeah. It's like where the ligament going into your finger shortens. Okay. And therefore you can't straighten your finger. Yeah. Um, so the point about it is about they put you asleep when they're doing this. By the way, you don't do it in your senses. Yeah. Because you, this, it, you know, you, you're better off getting it done for the simple reason is that if your right hand is going only recently like that, you're better off going back and say, look, could you treat that hand now? If your left hand is okay, like mine is, hmm. and my right hand, I've only one finger bent on it, and. Uh, I have a joke about that, but I won't say it over the radio. But okay. anyway, the point of it is it's just bent, and that's it. Stays okay. that way because I'm not... I'm, I'm trying to think... And turn it out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the joke. But the right point that I'm trying to say yeah. is... Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Joseph, yeah, finish. Go go ahead, if, Joe. If, it's when you go down to the hospital. Yes. You go in to the triad nurse. Triad nurse gives you two hospitals. And she's writing all this down. She's down to the hospital. Yeah, leave him for a while. Your head could be hanging off. Well, he's mm. only saying, oh, he's a pain in his head. Yeah, you but, you're, yeah but you're saying you can you can show them your you showed them your clawed hand. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stay there, Joe. Michael. Um, Michael. Said, uh, Michael. Joe, Michael, said, Michael. Why won't you go about it? Uh, well, I you know I can kind of manage with it at the okay. moment. But I was just saying to your colleague there that uh, you see some people who have it. Uh, Bill Knighty, the actor, yeah, he yeah. has it. And you kind of notice if you're watching him in a movie, you'll, you'll see where he... Now, to me, he has it particularly bad because his whole hand seems to curl. His fingers oh, okay. seem to curl, all fingers. 
Um, so. Yeah. Um, Michael, I was, uh, and that was two years ago I met a chap who had the Viking finger and he was so angry with it. He actually seriously said to me he was thinking of getting it amputated. That's right, yeah. I wonder if people are. Derry Kern and Derry's in Drumcondra in Dublin. Derry, you, it's called the Prutens. Is that correct? Jupitons, Jupitons, Jupitons. Sorry, Jupitons, Jupitons. How are you, Joe? How are okay. you? Uh, you you've, had, you've had two operations. I've had two operations on my right hand and one on my left hand, just with the little finger, though. It was locked down at a 90-degree angle. Wow. And how awkward does so it look? straightened. Uh, oh, very awkward. Um, washing your face, uh, your finger wouldn't straighten, so go into your eye and, and that, and you'd have to... Close all your fingers to put your hand in your pocket. Yeah, very, very. Um, oh, of course, uh, yeah. And you get away, it yeah. becomes an annoyance and a. <sighs> yeah, I actually told my surgeon <laughs> that if um, it happened again, I'd, I'd rather the finger off, and he said, "Yeah, that's no problem at all." And do people have that done because of Viking finger? Um, do you get part of you... pos- Yeah, he said uh, that that would be no problem. And what's the history of the name? Pronounce it again for me. Um, I think it's from uh, Dupuytrans. It's um, from the French uh, physician who discovered it, ah. I think, and it's uh, connected to Dupuytrans. the Vikings, as you said. Yeah. And have you heard, Derry, that it's peculiar to certain parts of the world, i.e. Northern Europe? Yeah, yeah. Because it's hereditary. Um, to the Vikings in that. And it runs in the family, indeed, yeah. Okay. And how are you at the yeah. moment, Joe, Derry? Grant, not a bother, Grant. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Sorry, who's that, Michael? I was going to ask the gentleman there, did, uh, was it successful in having the operation? Okay, Derry, was it successful? Yeah, the three, Yeah, well, the first one many years ago um, wasn't, and it came down again, and then he did it again, and uh, that has been uh, good ever since, and I only had the last one done um, during the summer last year. And do you worry, well, that, uh, do you, do good you, enough. Sorry, Michael, do you want to ask another question? Well, sure. No, 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 I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that I'm delighted that he, his was successful. I, I, I still am able to move my fingers and it's, hmm. it's not as debilitating as maybe oh, okay. Gary's was. So but do you, that's why I won't But Michael, do you worry that it's going to get worse? Ah, no, not at all. No, not at this age. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> uh, Derry, uh, Derry yeah. are you told come back every six months? No, no, no. If it, if it, um, you have a splint at night time to keep it straight from to prevent it from coming down okay. again. But if okay. it does creep down again, they won't do the operation until okay. it's kind well, of right down we've and, never... and locked in the ninety position. Okay. One thing we've never we've never discussed before on live, and I suspect by the number of calls we will be again. Gil Porcel is from Mixed Garages, mixedgarages.com in Park West in Dublin. Do you reckon? Hi, you, Joe, uh, how are you? How are you, Gil? Have you, uh, Jill? Sorry, is it Jill or Gil? Jill, it's Gil. Gil. <laughs> Gil okay, Gil. Um, have you got a bulb for me? Yeah. So look, we, we were listening to the gentleman's story here, and th- this is what we do here at Mixed Garage. We stock loads of parts for loads of okay. different cars on the road in Ireland. So we wa- definitely want to help them. We've got stock coming on the way, and uh, but if we can connect me with that gentleman after the show, I get his car details and if I can get him that part sooner I will okay. well done. Want to help him. well done well done and Gil do you know what the name of that that indicator on the Morris Minor was called do you remember you're I... too you're too young you see <laughs> you see it, 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 was, it was an indicator stock it used to come out I think it was called the indicator. Stock. Yeah, it used to come they out the side are of the called car. Indicator socks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's 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 a straightforward answer. We might have that part. Who's too. Mick? Who's Jill? Who's Mick? Who's Mick? 
Mick, 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 there is a Mick. Mick, Mick Crane, yeah. Okay. Mick's that'll solve that problem. Okay, today's uh, programme, the sound operator is Ashton Grufferty, Richard Byrne is on research, Hilary Jones the producer, and Catherine Thomas is next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.